Hello and welcome to the Authentic Alliance podcast. This is a place for authentic conversation to occur. I am your host, Anthony Granger, and if you would want to know a little bit more about me and the services that I provide, things like coaching, an online men's group, and much more, please go over to my Instagram, which is Anthony Granger, or head over to my website, which is anthonygranger.com. How's things with you? Yeah, it's good. I've been taking it slow, like healing a lot and yeah, just resting and just took a bath and got out of the showers. Like, okay, here we go. Um, just slowly getting, yeah, back into things. I'm feeling like the pull again to do some more of my work and stuff now that I did an energy clearing on myself this morning, which I feel like I really needed. It's just like I get like blocked up sometimes and sometimes I just let myself sit in it and then eventually I'm like okay Laura it's time to get out now and so I feel like I've kind of just gotten out a bit this morning yeah so feeling a little more free but yeah so um so what do you normally do like so that just off that little bit of conversation that we're having there um what do you normally do when you're feeling blocked up like what's normally your routine that you go through Mm. because I often I feel, sorry because I often feel blocked up you know I often feel like I, I, sometimes I'm yeah. really in the energy and I'm flowing in my thoughts in, in the direction I'm going in and then there's times where I'm feeling super heavy and, and like you said blocked up that's exactly how I feel but I never know what mm. to do mm. yeah totally I feel like it's such an open-ended question um I feel like it's very individualized, like, and it, and it takes a process, like, as well to kind of like try a bunch of things and then be like, okay, like, I feel like this works for me. I'm going to go back to that. And then it's also about, I think, staying open. Like, sometimes some things will work for you, sometimes they won't. And I know this is like very general, but I feel like, um, the biggest thing has just been connecting to myself, my intuition through meditation and like just breathing and yoga and just really listening to my body. Like that's number one, I feel, because if you're listening, then I feel like through that listening and through that surrender, like the, the universe and, or whoever you believe or whoever, if you think it's a part of yourself or whatever it is, but if you're just like tapping into that feeling within your body or a thought or an image like it will almost always direct you exactly where you need to go um even if you're not sure like I find that for me like I feel into my body and I'm like okay like I feel like something's off and then I'll think about it and I'm like hey is there a reason why like that's probably like the first thing that I always think about I'm like is there a reason why like I try and like understand it um that can like put your mind at ease a little bit so I'll be like okay like where's the moon like is it close to the full moon is it not like if the if the moon is more full energy is more heightened and you can feel more emotions that could be a reason then I'm like okay where am I am I mentioned cycle like am I you know near the end of my menstrual cycle my beginning I like that's going to be a time where I feel more sensitive and like you know a little bit more low and if it's kind of like those general um energies like playing into it sometimes it just makes sense to just be with it mm-hmm. and just be like okay like this is passing or there's something here for me to feel into or just to to learn but sometimes you just kind of want to be with it like and that's fine too I don't think there's anything wrong with that like just accepting it um, but I find that, yeah, like if, if there's really potent times to like move stuff, then I always think about it in like 
physical and energetic um, normally, like emotions, energy, and then also like the physical body and movement and stuff. So I'll think like, okay, have I not been moving that much? Maybe I need to go for a walk. Maybe I need to get out in nature. Maybe I need to go to the yoga studio. Like maybe my body just generally feels plugged up because it's just like, you know, and then energetically or like emotionally, then I may like feel into like, oh, is there sadness here? Is there anger here? Is there something that I really need to express or feel? And if I feel that, then like, I'll give myself space to kind of breathe and just kind of sit with myself and breathe and just sit on the couch. And if emotion comes up, like I'll let that happen or I'll like make noises. Like I'll be like, oh, or oh, like using sound and like breath and like, um, and just kind of shake and like, or I'll do the emotion code energy release on myself, which is what I did this morning. And it's just like the most powerful thing. Like I was contemplating it this morning and I was like, I don't even think I would be able to do anything that I do in my life truly without the emotion code. And it's a very simple, yeah, just like way of releasing trapped emotional energy. And so I find that I skipped it this month. I usually do it at the full moon and around like the winter period of my cycle because that's when everything's like heightened and ready to release and everything feels super sensitive and like things are bothering you way more than they do in other times but really it's like so important that they're bothering you because there's a purpose like there's always a purpose you're never overreacting you're never ever ever like everything is like there to be healed and so usually in that point of my cycle like I'll do an energy release and it does like wonders and I just didn't do it this time I just like sat through it and then this morning I was like okay like <laughs> it's almost the moon's almost a half so it's been yeah. like 6 days later or whatever but like it just feels so good and then it reminds you like oh this is what a clear slate kind of feels like but yeah I guess like it's the thing is though like if I think back to the beginning like when I when I first started this type of like taking care of myself and listening and then feeling into what I need. It's like right off the bat, like I would have no idea what, like, what does energize feel like? Like what does feeling calm and open and peaceful even feel like? Like, what is that state? Like, what are we even trying to get to? Like, cause I went my whole life, like not feeling that way really like ever. Like I had times I felt okay, but I didn't have times where like, I didn't have times where I was like, oh yeah, like I'm open, you know, like I'm open to life. And so I didn't even know what that state felt like. So like, I feel like it's really important to have perspective and to be like, okay, like, because that's what we're always like dealing with. I feel like in ourselves, in our lives, like if we feel off, it's because there's another time we didn't feel this way. And so we have that contrast and we're like, why don't I feel that good way? But you have that good way to like weigh against it. You know what I mean? Cause like, if you don't have that, then it's like, you just don't know. You're like, oh, you don't even know how good you can feel like sometimes. And that's how I felt for a lot of my life. I didn't know how good I could feel. Um, and then for me, it was initially meditation. Like that was my initial like yoga, but then, and movements and that physical stuff, but also meditation deeply just like connected me again and again and again and again and again to the experience of like being open and being clear and being like, you know, like ready for life, like ready to try something new or, or ready to act or ready to whatever, ready to hang out with people, ready to do that. Like just that openness and I had to sit in that many, many times before my mind was like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, that's what this feels like. And so then like, after many months of doing that, like, then it kind of solidified into me. And like, I feel like it became this like bar, this like standard for myself. And it's kind of beautiful setting that every morning. And it's like, that's your 
you're open and then you notice what comes in that may feel off. Or if you do feel off and you're like, oh, I know, I know what that feels like. And so then I can pay attention and kind of do something about it if I want to. But um, I think it's important to know what that feels like within yourself first, because then you don't even know where you're going or what's happening. Um, and then it becomes a journey, it becomes a journey of like, oh, I try this and then, oh, that relieved it or, you know, or that didn't, or, you know, and it's, it's really this process of discovery in every single moment. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'd say that. And I'd say that food is a big one. Cause that was one that I jumped into the past seven weeks that have just totally alleviated my anxiety so much in my nervous system. And I feel like if there's underlying stuff that's not going away, that's not linked to an external event, such as like, oh, I'm anxious because I have a job interview and then job interview ends and your anxiousness doesn't go away. And it obviously wasn't linked to that experience. But if it's linked to an experience, I think that's totally human, like to go through the emotions with like temporary things that are coming and going in our lives. But like, if we are feeling like that all the time, like no matter what, like, I feel like that's something in our bodies we need to cleanse or heal or release um, through food or through spiritual work or whatever we decide to do. But it's, I think it's important like to enter that space within yourself. that's clear and you can start to feel into, oh, this is all the time. This is temporary. This is linked to this. And you just start to gain that self-awareness. Um, I think self-awareness is the, the main thing. And I think that's the yeah. that, that's the important message here. And I want to go back to that because a lot of people who are probably listening or, you know, wondering about just the whole concept of being self-aware about your emotions. And like you said, you need to gain your own perspective first. You weren't at a position where you were even in tune with your own self-awareness. Yeah. And what I can hear is you started out to do meditation. Is, is Am I correct in thinking that meditation was... Um, your perspective builder on your own emotions and, and how you felt throughout the day yeah 100 percent. yeah it gave me that opportunity to sit back and witness what was actually happening mm. like I wasn't even aware of it before I wasn't even aware of I thought I knew what I was thinking about until I started meditating and I was like I had no idea what thoughts were passing through my mind like it was just like it's yeah. just so much you just don't know Talk us through a little bit about that that first early stages you know the early stages of when you started to meditate and you started to realize like oh, wait a minute, this is how, like, you know, like you said, this is how I feel this time, and this is what mm. actually happiness feels like, and, you know, I never thought I could feel this happy, or I don't know where this sadness is coming from. Yeah, can you talk us through, like, what that initial phase was like when you first discovered that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm, I feel like, for me, like, I was really restless and anxious and was constantly, like, doing things all the time, and so when I first started meditating, it was like, the absolute 180 of what I was like doing in my daily life and what I've been growing up to do and like, like just raised to do and seen and all this stuff. And so for me, it was like extremely challenging, like, and it was just like, I had to literally wake up and sit down on my, on my pillow before I even let a thought pass through my mind. Like it had to be like, I had to get up and like run to my pillow to sit down to actually meditate. Cause like literally three thoughts would come by and I'd be off. Like I'd be out my front door, like doing something else. So it was like, and it was, it was like humbling and kind of 
sad to me at some point that I was just like that not in control of my life. Like it was just like, oh, wow. Like really? Like you have to try this hard just to do something against what your mind is conditioned to do. Like you have grief, you know, through the whole process because you realize so many things that you thought were all, you know, all good. You know, the egos thinks it's running the world 24 seven and they realize it's, you're not, you know? And, um, and so when I was sitting down, like I was so rested. I think a lot of this had to do with my nervous system that I'm healing now too, but I didn't have that perspective four years ago. So four years ago, I was just like super restless and I couldn't even sit. Like I literally closed my eyes and my eyes would just fly back open and I would just get up off my pillow. Like I feel my body starting to stand up. And I was like, what are you doing? Like mm-hmm. sit back down. Yeah. There's no way to go. Your room is dark. You don't have any plans. Like, what are you doing? So you just recognizing like how the body is just do it like, whoa, you know, and like everyone has different experiences. You might not have that experience at all, but like, that's what my experience was. And I was like, wow, I can't even sit. And then I was like sitting and I was like, okay. And then my eyes would open and then I close them again. They'd open again. Then I'd like close them again. And I did not feel comfortable with my eyes closed, just being in that stillness. And I just had so many thoughts come and I just made myself do it again and again and again. But now looking back, like how much I've learned through that process, I would not recommend forcing yourself like kind of in the way that that I felt like I needed to off the bat because it created a lot of rigidity and like a lot of forcing and expectation and like like just stuff like that in my meditation practice, which I would not, I don't, I don't, wouldn't like, I wouldn't teach people to do what I was trying to do, like really trying to make the practice happen. Um Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna hold that thought there because I'm gonna ask you. Let me light on. Yeah, Sorry, sounds I just, just realized I'm like sitting in pitch darkness here. You are in a little bit of darkness, especially compared to me. <laughs> That's okay though. We're in different parts of the world. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll switch a little light on. I'll just yeah. So so then that's beautiful, by the way. Like wow, like listening to you speak is just a beautiful experience in itself. Um, but what I would like to know is so. You, you don't recommend obviously sitting and forcing yourself to meditate. What, what, what do you recommend for somebody who's listening to this or somebody who's wondering and you know how to get into meditation or to resonate with your story that you've just said there about you know feeling mm. the uncomfortable in the eyes springing back open? What would your number one advice be to them? I, yeah, I'd say that if you're feeling a lot of resistance to the practice, whether it's fear or you're just, your mind is really strong, but you really want to practice like you really do. Um, I'd say you want to do everything you can to lighten your energy around it. And so, um, for me, I felt like I really had to do it. I just had to do it. And, um, And I wanted to do it, but I feel like I really had to as well because I was a meditation teacher and I wanted to be an integrity and I didn't want to, I didn't, I didn't want to teach something I don't practice, but I wanted to practice and I wanted to teach. It was like this huge, I think it was a big hurdle for me, um, just kind of do it and then be like, okay, now I'm going to do the whole thing. But yeah, if you're just, you know, curious and want to start meditating, but you feel fear, you feel that resistance, or you feel a lot of expectation, or you feel, you know, all those things towards it, like, just know, like, that's okay. Like, it's totally okay to feel that way and giving you a big hug. And like, you are entering like the, the sacred, like, 
beautiful but also vast like inner world that lives within yourself and you may have no idea what that is so it's kind of like walking into a dark cave too you're like oh gosh okay like what's gonna happen today um which is totally fair but I'd say that your energy that you take to your practice, like this is deeply, deeply what I've learned is like 98% of it. So like, if you feel like really tense and really like expecting, expecting yourself and feel like you're just following a chore or following the routine in meditation, I'd honestly say stop for like a couple days or maybe a week yeah. or like just stop meditating, like drop it. Cause the mind is like, you know, it's going to just, so you've got to like give it space to just drop the whole ex like expectations, all that stuff. Or you can like this breathe into your body first, keep your eyes open for a bit if you want, just deep belly breathing and like let yourself settle as much as you can um, first. So then you have a more light, like energy towards the practice. And then when you practice, this is a big other piece that really like changed everything for me and made it so much more enjoyable and easier over the years. It's just like full on welcoming everything, like everything, you know? So like if you sit down and you had the experience that I did where you're like super restless and you can't sit or like your, your mind's going crazy, like everything you can do in that moment to fully welcome that experience. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like I was judging myself. I was, you know, all that stuff. And I got lost in all those judgments. I got lost in all that negativity. I was throwing at myself unconsciously, which is totally fair. And if you get lost in it for a few minutes or something, that's okay. You'll wake up out of it and you'll be like, oh, wow, I'm being really hard on myself or like, oh, wow. Like you'll know, like it, you'll come out of it. Right. And the moment you come out of it, you go, ha. Huh. I welcome you too. I welcome you too. Like, like, no, I'm so, you know, I'm, you, you, you ease the edges around that judgment for yourself and you, you open up the space to let anything happen because anything can happen and nothing is actually like good or bad. You know, like our mind is like, oh, this thought's good and that thought's bad and this emotion and this, and it's good to have this and it's bad to have this and all this yeah. stuff. And it's like, it's like life is this like experience is constantly flowing and you're an alive being. Like we are not a rock. Well, rocks are alive too. We're not like a piece of dead machinery or metal. Like we're not a robot. We're like this living, breathing entity that is experiencing energy pulsing through it, experiencing emotions pulsing through it, experiencing thoughts rushing through it, experiencing the five senses, whatever it's picking up in the inner landscape. So you, you as a being is this alive, like, alive very alive like living experience which I feel like is just something to wake up to and waking up to that aliveness and noticing all this energy and oh I sit down I feel all this energy all this emotion all these thoughts like yeah you're alive you're an alive being and even if it feels like like oh it's negative it's like no it's not like it's just yeah. life and life is holding all the polarities and it's actually really beautiful to feel emotion and to have any sorts of thoughts that pass through even a thought of judgment you're like oh there it is it's just another judgment passing through and then you're like back to your breath or your mantra um but it's like just acknowledging that there's no like like experiential right meditation like the experience yeah. is just yeah. happening like, just like life is happening. And even when your eyes are open, 
we're more consumed by what we're seeing with the five senses and tapping in that way. But even with the eyes open, there's thoughts passing through, there's emotions passing through. So it's like nothing's actually changed. You've just, you've just closed off the external. So now what's happening on the inside, that's always happening, actually, it's never not happening. You're just more aware of it. And in that awareness, you can get overwhelmed or you can get judgmental, but you really start, but then you can also get more loving towards yourself too. Like there's so many different avenues towards that. And just how much you're going to discover, I think is what creates like nerves and, and anxiousness around the practice maybe, but like, it's really like a, dis, a process of discovery and opening. So as much as you can like take that um, energy of lightness to it and kindness and compassion towards yourself, um, the more beautiful it is. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Just wow. Yeah. Honestly, thank you so much for sharing that. That is just, um, I've just got so many questions, so much, so much to think about as well. And it is just right, you know, because when I obviously host ceremonies as well, it's I always say there's just no right or wrong way to do this. And that's what the the, the problem is for some people when they start to start meditation. They think there's a wrong way to do it. They think that they need to obviously, first of all, they need to be in a certain physical position, like a lotus position and stuff like that, just when they're starting out. Um, and they feel like, you know, if they are having thoughts or if they are experiencing different emotions and then they aren't just completely blissed out and, you know, not feeling anything and in the oneness that they're doing it wrong. And like you said, their meditation, there is no right, wrong or right way to do it. And there's something that you touched on there about feeling everything and obviously not having any judgments for any sort of negative or whatever we call negative emotions or whatever we call a positive emotions. Why do you think it's important for us to the emotions that we do, you know, connotate with negativity, you know, the sadness, the grief, the, the loss, or, you know, whatever, whatever emotions that we do feel that, you know, in society we do attach to negativity. Why do you think it's really important to sit in them and feel them? Because the only way out is through. (laughs) The only way out is through. And um, it's such a, it's such a, like, I don't even know how to say it without like, it's so hard to talk about these things without contradicting yourself. So, because multiple planes of reality are happening at the same time, like that's the only simplest way I can say it, but like in one sense, so in one sense of it, it's like, yes, you want to get rid of that feeling. Like there's a deep part of you, maybe it's a survival part of you that just knows if you feel like this for the rest of your life, you're going to be weak and you might die. Like, and it's not that you're weak, but it's that like, you're just in a more vulnerable state. And then you can't be as like alert, you know, like when you're in your emotions, when you're feeling, when you're going through that healing process. It's like, it's like a very like sacred, vulnerable space. And you want to be able to feel safe. And like, and so there, I think there's an impulse in us that just knows like, this needs to pass or we need to get rid of this, right? And so then that can create, then we're playing in that realm of like polarity where it's like, this is bad, this is good. And we need to have that to some degree going on, right? Like some degree that has to be going on because that's like life, like life has those polarities. And if we completely ignore them, then it's like, it's gonna it's gonna feel like you're denying a part of our your existence and your your experience here on earth so it's like so yes you know you can have that sort of ooh like this is sticky i want this to pass so that's like 
true. But if you're too much in there, then it's like, oh, I hate this. Get away from me. I don't want to feel this. I don't want this thought. I don't want this experience. Like if you're too much in that, it's like, oh, you know, when you get into the mind and the ego is starting to trying to get rid of something that's totally out of its playing field. And you're just, you're, you know, you, you really start to lose it. <laughs> so the other piece of it that's like so important is holding space for all of it, knowing that all of it is temporary. So even the experiences that you feel are good are also like coming and going. Like during the meditation practice, more and more, more you'll start to sink into this place where like you get glimpses of like just emptiness. Um, from that place, you're holding the entire experience in love because that place and, and this happening at the same time. So part of you is like, ooh, sticky, want this to pass. Oh, don't really like this. Another part of you, see this part of you that, sorry, that I was just saying that's like, oh, I want this to pass. You have to understand that's very tunnel vision. That's very like, you know, you're very in this like, oh, this is like this big deal and it like needs to pass and you're just only focused on that. It's like a very like tunnel visioned way of experiencing the moment, which is how we can get lost in the temporariness of the moment. So as you have that going on, the other part of you, the other piece of you is actually like, like alive and open and is like bringing the wisdom in that's like this is temporary and it's also bringing the wisdom in that like like feeling it is actually your pathway to freedom like it's your literal like pathway to freedom like you're literally walking through the tunnel so the other part of you is like are we going to keep walking like, are we going to keep walking towards the light where it disappears or are we going to freak out and run back out of the tunnel you know so it's like that so when I have something like that going on, there's a part of me that's like, oh, I don't want this. I want this to pass. And I and that even that feeling towards I want this to pass also needs to be accepted because there's a part of like it's a valid part of you. But then the other piece that's holding that wisdom, it's like it's actually like happy to be feeling like actually stoked that something is to the surface that's moving through. It's actually you're just witnessing the intelligence of your body releasing trapped emotional energy because your body is so intelligent and it does not want to hold on to one ounce of stress. It does not want to. It wants physical, emotional, energetic stress to keep moving out of it all the time. Like it's this alive system. It's not like a sticky thing and mud that like just wants to hold on to everything. Like it wants to move everything. Your body wants to move and go through these experiences, just move through them. And it knows how to do that fully, but it can't do that if we're like only in the in the ego head going duh, 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 through our daily life, we don't give it space to. So when you sit down to meditate, I think part of the wisdom, like deep in us knows, oh, if I do that, a lot of stuff's going to come up because a deep part of us probably knows, oh, there's a lot of stuff I've been like pushing to the side or pushing back or like that I haven't felt that I haven't moved through. And a part of you knows, I, I feel how powerful that giving that space to the body will be. And the mind is scared of that because it loses control. Like in that process, your mind completely loses control and your body is like, going through this deep healing experience, which could be just a few emotions. It could be thoughts. It could be sensations passing through. It could be, 
all that stuff happening because your body, the minute it has that moment to relax, it's like, yes, here we go. Move, trapped emotional energy, anger, move, sadness, move, move, move. Like it wants everything to move. And so it starts moving almost immediately. And then your mind freaks out and it's like, oh gosh, not good, not good. But then the higher part of yourself is like, this is the process of healing. Like we're letting go, this is joy. So like now, even in meditation or even in a yin yoga practice where I'm holding postures that are like causing discomfort, there's a piece of me that's like, ooh, this is sticky and oh, I don't want to be here. And I watch myself wanting to run away from it. I watch that pushing away. But deeper is this part of myself that's like so in gratitude. It's like, yes, we have time in our life to sit here through this. Like, heck yeah. Like I'm about to get free of this. Like yeah. that's the energy that you're holding at the same time. It's like, I'm about to be free of this. I'm about to feel lighter after more myself after more joy after more closer to myself because of this. So, so the process is what we don't have patience for with ourselves usually. Mm. Um, but it's a part of it and it will come and it will go. And then you'll be in pieces of moments of bliss and moments of feeling a lot and moments of bliss. And that's part of the practice. That's how your body releases. And you, that's how you're also able to expand your consciousness to hold all of that happening at the same time. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yes. So do you believe, so just on, on the back of that then, so do you believe like when we have everything suppressed, like, you know, emotions that we suppress over time to so say if there's somebody who hasn't really been feeling much, you know, throughout a period in his time in his life or, you know, somebody who hasn't felt much throughout the whole in life and they've kind of ignored the, the negative and pushed away the negative. And even with the, the positive, you know, sometimes they don't let themselves fully fail into the positive because, you know, yet again, that is acting out of character of who they think they are. And obviously we suppress all of these emotions and we keep everything in. Do you feel like, when we do start to meditate, that can open the floodgates up too much to the point where, like you said there, when we start to feel feel everything moving through us to the point where we become overwhelmed. Is there any way that we can meditate, or, and I'm even speaking for myself here, is there any way that we can meditate in a way where we can go easy on ourselves and allow that energy to come more in pieces and in chunks instead of like opening the floodgates fully? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. And I just hear the fear of your mind coming in and trying to control meditation. Because okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel it's just totally fair and totally yeah. valid. And I felt that way. And I feel like everyone probably feels that way to some degree. So I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. But yeah, what I'm hearing from you is that like, is there a way I can control this? <laughs> um, because you're, because your mind is feeling a little bit afraid, right? Because yeah. you're, you're hearing that you're hearing the surrender of your mind into your body and your heart and your, and your body. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're hearing that that's going to happen. And you're like, Oh, what if that's too much? I need to, I need to contain it somehow. How can I contain yeah. it or take it in bit by bit? Right. So yeah. Underneath all of that, I'm, I, which is, it's not just you, it's all of us, I feel yeah. some degree holding this energy, but mm -hmm. I feel like it stems from a mistrust of the body, like mm -hmm. a distrust of like that your body knows how yeah. to release, when to release, how much to release, and ultimately a miss, like not enough trust in the body that like your body actually will not put itself, like it will not do something that it cannot handle. Okay. You know, like, like it's, it's, it's gonna, and it's never anything like too intense. Like I've never had any like crazy intense things happen. Although like 
it's always perspective because maybe you have something happen and your mind's like, oh, that was just crazy. And then to someone else, it's like, oh, that was fine. Like that wasn't a big deal. So, you know, you have that from the mind, but honestly, like it's, that's really leading into, I feel like, yeah, this, this really deep, like, like relationship that is beginning to be built with the body, you know, and that's probably, and not just the body, but just like your, your energy and your awareness, like learning to trust all of that, the subtleties, like the subtleties of your experience. Um, because no, you don't need to control it. Like when you go into the space, like your body will release when it's ready to release when it wants to release it. And if it doesn't want to release it and your mind is like, Oh, I'm sitting down to release. You can just watch how those expectations will come in. Mm -hmm. But it's like, if you want to release so bad, but it's like, it's not up to you. Like there's Mm -hmm. such deep surrender in this. that It's like not up to you. It's like when your body wants to feel or cry or feel an anger or feel a bout of sadness or something pass through, like it will. And you'll notice through meditation that it never lasts forever, you know? Mm -hmm. But the other piece of that, um, that I'll say is that if it is feeling too overwhelming, that's totally fair. Like if you're just, your mind is like, okay, we've maxed out because I really feel like it is a practice uh, to surrender and to actually allow like these experiences to happen. And sometimes your mind will let a little bit happen at the beginning. They'd be like, well, okay. Okay. And then, and then the next time maybe it will let more and will let you heal more and will let you heal more. So it's like a little bit of a practice. So along the way, like, and even if you're like really open, but like, if you have emotions coming through that feel like, so much like you're bawling or something, or you feel like just super angry and you just don't, you can't even focus on your breath or your mantra because it's just like overtaking the situation, then that's totally fine. I'd say completely surrender to that and just stop repeating your mantra. Stop listening to your breath, even open your eyes for a bit. If you want, let yourself fully, you know, cry and feel that emotion and let it pass. And then when you start to feel a little bit more settled again, like then you can come back into your mantra or your breath and you want to do that. So you don't finish your meditation practice in deep emotion, because then your mind will be like, Oh, I don't want to do that again. Cause look what happened last time. So you always want to come back and be like, you know, that was okay. I survived that. That was fine. You know, I'm good. Sit down and then repeat your mantra and do your breath a little bit more before ending, ending your practice. Um, but yeah, like the emotions will come in like an amount sometimes it won't come at all. Like maybe you won't feel anything at all. Like maybe for like months, you know, but then maybe you feel something and sometimes you can have emotion happening and you can hold mantra or hold that awareness and witness it and let it pass, you know, but then if it starts to be too much, like it's like just overtaking, then the body's like, Hey, yeah, we need to heal this now. Then don't try and force yourself to listen to your breath or force yourself to repeat mantra on top of something that feels like intense, because then you get to that forceful energy, right? Which is like not the energy we want of meditation. So like, if you start to feel that forceful energy, then it's like, like a spirituality I feel is such an effortless practice. If it starts to not feel effortless, then drop it. Like just stop repeating your mantra, stop the breath, like just full on stop, let yeah. it happen that uh, when you feel that ease come back again, then you're in that effortless energy again. And then you come back in with the mantra or the breath. And then you just, yeah, it's a courageous practice for sure. Yeah. But because, yeah, I, it definitely, yeah. and like, because the, the reason why I asked that as well is because I've got a lot of people who have come to me in the past and said, look, I, I want, I would love to start the meditate. I would love to start the practice, but 
even just sitting with their eyes closed, you know, for that initial first session is the most scary thing in the world because then they, they, they then have to confront their own thoughts and confront things that they've suppressed for a long time. That's probably going to surface up while they while they go through prolonged periods with their eyes closed. And even not even not even getting into mantras or, or breath, just that process of sitting in, with their eyes closed in a quiet room with their own thoughts for the first time can be a scary experience. And I know it was for me when I first started because obviously I was very anxious all the time. You know, my mind was just constantly in overdrive. And it's ironic that I couldn't start to meditate because of my anxiety, but I needed to meditate to get rid of my anxiety. You know, I was stuck in that loop, um, which was the most surreal thing for me. Um, mm. And I know that a lot of people that I do speak to do suffer with anxiety. And then all the reason they don't get into meditation is due to their anxiety. Have you got any like information or, you know, advice for people who are super anxious, but, you know, would like to start meditation because they know the benefits of it? But their anxieties just inhibited them to get to the moment to sit in a room with their eyes closed. Is there anything to get over that initial hurdle, you know, that initial first step? Yeah, I mean, from my experience now, from what I've experienced the past month and a half of it, like I'd really feel into that it's just landing into me more and more that like the ground is so important. Like your physical body is so important mm -hmm. in your physical health. And if your physical health feels wavy and all over the place, then you're going to feel like wavy with your, with your meditation and your spiritual practice, because I really, I'm really feeling into more and more that spirituality is the tip of that pyramid of that is it a triangle? Yeah. And the bottom yeah. is like the base. It's like your physical health. And yeah. then like spirituality can be added to that. Um, and so my experience, like, and I've also been feeling into this, I feel like myself and possibly other people too, are trying to heal potentially physical, um, physical things that are challenging through spirituality but spirituality, like it can, it, it does put you in that healing space. It does do that. And there is definitely profound healing that can happen if you go through like deep energy work, or I totally believe in all that, like all that's possible. But like, if your day-to-day -day life is like an underlying mystery, anxiety, or depression, or mental illness, or emotions that are really intense, that are like really hard to deal with, like I would personally, from my experience, look into medical medium um, Anthony William medical medium, because what I've learned this past month and a half is because I was like, before this, I was like trying so hard for spirituality to like almost save me from my anxiety, which is like something I realized I was like, Oh, wow, Laura, you're relying on spirituality to make you feel better from your anxiety. And really all it could do was help me allow it in a space of, you know, like allowance, but it kept coming back. Right. And so like anxiety that comes and goes and then your spirituality can hold space for that. Cool. But anxiety that's constantly coming back every single day, like spirituality will help you hold space for that and release it maybe a little bit in the moment. But what is spewing it out? Like, why is it? Why is it? Why does it keep coming back? Like the, the plug needs to be stopped because spirituality will just, in my experience, just give you space to hold it and accept it and release it in the moment. But if the floodgates are still going like I feel like that's out of spirituality's hands because it's a physical, I feel a physical thing that needs to be healed because that's what I've witnessed in the past month and a half from everything I've learned. And I just had this big realization. I was like, wow, like spirituality is supposed to feel effortless. And if it doesn't feel effortless, we're probably trying to rely on it mm -hmm. to heal chronic illness, which maybe it can in like, like miraculous ways, but 
and I use it, the term chronic illness like very broadly now after what I've learned the past month and a half of medical medium, because basically it's anything that is physical, mental, emotional that is not going away. It's chronic, right? And like 95% of our planet, I feel, is in chronic illness. So it's not something off to feel that way. I had, I have it, you know, and I'm working through it. Um, but just recognizing that like, uh, like that there's so much physical healing to be done that spirituality, you're not supposed to, I feel like you're not supposed to do heavy lifting through spirituality. Like spirituality is like a very like, okay, let's add this on top as an effortless practice to expand my awareness and bring in that clarity and intuition into my life. But if the physical body needs attention, it needs attention. And I also feel like that unfortunately, and I was really wrapped up into this too, is that because there's such little connection to spirituality over the past few years, I feel like there's just been so much teachers and everything talking about the spiritual field, like constantly. And that's all they talk about is spirituality. And so then it's like, oh, that's all I need is just spirituality. But really people are just not talking as much about the physical because there's so much emphasis on it, but it's not even in a positive way. So I feel like there needs to be positive healing with the physical. And unfortunately, like this is just my own opinion, but unfortunately I feel like so many people are just lost with all the illness that's happening in the world, the mental illness and the physical illness that so many people have like body pain, like literally just anything like, like, uh, like pain and discomfort that's not going away. That's not linked to external experiences. It's just constant. And I feel like people are just so lost, like in the Western medicine world and within the alternative world, like this is just taking from what I've learned from medical medium that he's coming through and he's not new. He's been doing this for his whole life. He's 60 years old now and he's healed millions of people and he works with you know celebrities and people one-on-one. So it's not like some just new thing, but he's just been like so ousted out because all of his um, information comes from spirit. Like he's a medium, so everything's channeled from spirit. And so therefore I trust it more because I know that it's not profit-driven. There's no like end game manipulation in it. Like it's pure from spirit. And so- when I dropped everything just to listen to him, like dropped, like there's so many different ideas of what food to eat, what supplement to take. Like, honestly, like everyone's confused and lost. It makes sense. You know, it makes total sense. But what I did the past month and a half, so I just, canceled everything out of my mind and only listened to him like I only listened to him even if he said stuff that went against my previous belief systems I was like forget it I'm just listening forget my previous belief systems I'm just gonna listen to him that's all I'm gonna do and I'm just gonna go for it and you know see what happens and I did that and like I can't even tell you how much healing it's provided my physical body right like like my anxiety is like 80% gone my nervous system so much more relaxed I'm like sleeping better I'm thinking better I'm more open to life and truly the reason for this is because of heavy metals that are in my body that I was born with because it gets passed down through generations and accumulates like DDT, pesticides, whole mercury, a whole range of things. So we're born with a level of toxic heavy metals. A lot of us within our system, our organs, our brain, and um, also our liver. And we have lots of a high pathogen load, um, bacterial load and viral load from our entire lives in our livers that lead to stagnant liver. And then we eat high fat, high protein diets, which then block it all up and can't, nothing flushes out of the system. So basically 
from what I've learned, we are way more toxic than we maybe been led to believe or think that we are, but we are very, very toxic from a very toxic planet, unfortunately, right? So mm -hmm. it's like, yes, there's a lot of grief in acknowledging that, but if you acknowledge it and acknowledge it, okay, there's something that needs to be flushed out of my body here, you can have immense healing from that. So basically the past month and a half of just with herbs and food, I have flushed out so much heavy metals and pathogens and viruses and lowering my fat intake just a few things you got to look into it yourself like yep. i'm not going to go into details but like it will flush out and then as it flushes out like your symptoms whatever they are that are chronic they start to alleviate because they're coming from basically these things in a in a physical way and yes you can also have trauma in your life that creates like he was saying like calcification in the brain and you can go through that with like you know working with people spiritual healing you know that sort of thing talking to i think there's lots of ways to heal in that sense as well so i'm not saying this is the only answer but i'm saying if you haven't exhausted the answer of cleansing your body of toxicity then definitely definitely do that and it's 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 a hundred percent spiritual to do so because your spirit is your physical body like it's one thing and your body is like a car and if your car is just like getting flat tires all the time and like all this stuff's always going wrong engine lights going on like it's really your soul feels restricted by that like your soul feels like oh trying to do this but oh it's just like not working like oh my gosh and so then like if you get yourself like you know, in a good state where your car is working, you're online, your soul and your spirit is freed through that. So it's like, oh, I'm free now. Like I can actually explore this world and experience it in the way that I'm meant to do, like in this physical body, right? In this lifetime. So I would say that, yeah, if there's underlying stuff, that's not going away. Like do not put all the cards in the, phys in the spirituality deck, which I feel like is what's happened because the, the main messaging is everyone's like, I don't know why everyone's sick. But there is a reason why. And, you know, maybe it's because of big money that a lot of this stuff's not getting out because it's a lot of their products that are making us sick. So, you know, there's like, there's reasons behind it and you kind of got to dig. And unfortunately, medical medium stuff is getting censored. It's getting blocked off, like, because it's truth and because millions of people are healing from acknowledging the toxicity within their bodies. Um, so I just say, take spirituality into account, let yourself, you know, sit down, maybe do some breathing, maybe with your eyes opened, cause it, it won't be as intense. Like keep your eyes open, just gently stare at one spot, breathe into your belly. And then, you know, you can be there and witness like what's going on in my body, you know, like, is it really in pain? Is there a lot of anxiety, a lot of stuff that's off here? And it may just give you that wake up call. And then you can go forward and do some, yeah, maybe healing with medical medium or, you know, just, you know, there's the physical body has to be 50, 50 in with the spiritual. That's really what I've noticed the past month and a half, because now I'm like, huh, feeling so much more relaxed. My meditations are effortlessly deeper. Like I'm effortlessly I'm effortlessly not running into as much judgment, block, worry, fear. Like, it's just like, it's just flowing more because I feel like my spirit is free and my body's not as um, in fight or flight. It's not as in like this mode that's trying to just keep running with all the stuff that's going inside. So <laughs> That's beautiful, Lauren. I'm so glad you acknowledged that because yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I feel like it's all mine now. It's all spirituality and that's the answer for yeah. everything. And you totally have <laughs> being you know drawn away and forgot about the physical and taking care of our physical bodies and that was medical medium i'm excited to look into i know that we talked about it before um yeah just after that, that just after that little segment of the conversation there i'm like even more excited because 
I've been in times in my life where my diet is in check, you know, whether I went to the plant whole based or just a more cleaner style of diet where I'm being more conscious with my food choices and being a bit more yeah. conscious about preparing my food, you know, taking time to be appreciative and like grateful. And and with me, it's, it's, a, it's a 360 on how deep my thoughts can get, how present I am during the day, how deep my meditation gets, how happy I am and joyful and how much more my heart's open and I can express more love. And it is true, you know, the physical realm is something that we do not acknowledge. And I'm so happy that you brought it up because, yeah, it's what people need to know. So thank you. And medical medium is, yeah, something that we all need to look into. So I'm going to look into it. Um, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about now. So meditation, obviously, we think meditation is a practice and it's something that we go to and we sit down. But once we are not sitting down and with our eyes closed, we're not in meditation. I want to talk a little bit about if you believe meditation is a lifestyle and not, it doesn't just come down to a practice, it comes down to a way of life. And if you do believe that, how do you bring meditation into your way of life? Like how do you live through meditation? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I, I personally feel that mindfulness is living meditation. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just, I don't know, a softer word. If people are scared of the meditation word, like we can pick another word guys. Like we can yeah, rewrite, yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> throw it out the back door. If it doesn't resonate, it's your own word. <laughs> your own word um but like (laughs) I feel like yeah like everything mindfulness like Mm -hmm. I don't see the difference between mindfulness and meditation and um it's so interesting because I never like I can't say that I've ever like full-on intentionally practiced mindfulness I've only intentionally practiced meditation and then all of a sudden I was just mindful, like all of a sudden, like it's like an effortless, like, like unfolding from the meditation practice that in daily life, you're just more mindful. I feel like, like this has felt something that's been feeling off to me because we're bringing this energy, this like very like, like, I don't, I don't want to start throwing out these words that might confuse people, but yeah, like or maybe not confuse people, but I don't know how to go into them deeper. So I don't yeah. really want to use them too much, but I was going to say like masculine energy, but I, yeah. I'll just like back that up a bit by saying like masculine energy. I mean, in the sense of just like, do, 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 like, like future focus, end goal, focus, yeah. outcome, focus, like make it happen, focus, like get up and get to work, focus, like that sort of energy. Yeah, it's just like, energy. it's just like, yeah, it's just like so intense that it's almost like, we're all comfortable in that. We've heard it so much. We're trying to make it happen, you know, that when you say that with mindfulness, it's almost automatic that it brings that energy to it, which is the complete opposite energy. So like, this is why I've been like feeling a little off about the whole thing, because you hear things all the time, like be mindful, be aware, be awake, be mindful, pay attention. And it's always bringing this energy of like, make it happen. Mm, and when you're in yeah. that energy, the, the ego is looking for an outcome and it's trying to make something happen. Mindfulness, which I believe is living meditation in my experience, it just happens you don't make it happen because it's happening from the body, from the intuition and from the awareness. And if you get too caught and like, you're making this happen, you cut off it actually <laughs> happening, <laughs> but it's not like, it's not like, you know, that it's a bad thing that you want to make it happen. Like that intentional energy can be used 
but I feel like it being used to intentionally set a structure to have a practice is a good way to use it. But then once you've used the energy, just drop it. Like literally intention, I feel like is like set it and forget it, like set mm -hmm. it and completely forget it because you have to bring in that surrender aspect to it. So for me, like I started meditating every day and then which took a bit to get in every day. But then once I was doing it every day, I just kept going. And then what happens is it just washes into your daily life. So like a kind of example that I learned in meditation, my meditation teacher training, which I, I don't know why I don't really like this example. I just don't think it's that great. But basically they said like, it's meditation's like jumping off a diving board into a pool. Mm -hmm. And then when you get out of meditation, you get out of the pool and you're wet. <laughs> And then they're like, you want to stay wet. So don't dry off. Like, <laughs> and then when you're like still wet, it just feels weird to say it like that. Yeah. I don't know why. But like, if you're just in your daily life and you're still wet, <laughs> this is becoming sexual, but not meaning it to me. Um, but like, you're still, you know, wet. You still have it on you. You still have that, you know, energy with you. It just stays with you. Like as you go to the pool and you walk in a locker room, you're not trying to stay wet. You just, yeah. <laughs> I have to drop that analogy. Right yeah, we... <laughs> it's, it's, it's not landing, but it's just like, <laughs> you just are. Yeah. <laughs> And you just are and it just stays with you because it's this essence that you tapped into so it's like dipping in like dipping in and having it with you and it's just with you as you go through your day and if you take too long away from a seated practice or a practice like that it may at the beginning especially it may just start to you know fall away and then you just start to feel like really scattered and disconnected and just you know off um but over time it really just starts to really stay with you um and it's also kind of this intentional set it and forget it practice where you're like hey i'm gonna be present but i'm not gonna make presence happen it's just i can't even like put it into words that well but like over the years like just continue meditation practice then going through my daily life I just, my, my body was way more turned. This is again, why am I using all these sexual words? <laughs> Say turned on. Well, I meant like turned on, like energetically, like I can feel it. I can sense it. Like I can sense it happening. Like, like I became so much more aware of the energy moving through my body through meditation, such as like, I could feel my fingertips. I could feel my feet. I could feel my belly. I could feel my legs. And like then carrying that into daily life it just happened I could just feel my whole body in a way that I could never do it before so then when you're going through daily life you can just imagine like that simple awareness it's just landed in because you've dropped into it and you've done it enough that it's just there now and you're kind of holding the intention to stay with that energy and that awareness during your day you're not trying to make it happen but you're just holding that intention like yeah I'm just gonna stay aware then having that awareness, like as you go through your day, as different stimuluses happen, you are wide awake. Like you are, you're fully awake. Um, your body's awake to it. So like you eat something. Oh, that felt off. You know it right away. Oh, someone says something to you. Oh, that felt off. You know it right away. Like, oh, you, someone asks you to do something in your day. Like, oh, want to go to this event or do you want to hang out? And like, oh, you feel it right away. Oh, maybe I don't you know, or maybe I do. And then maybe you can feel into that and you can hold space for it too. Like, oh, if I don't, is it out of fear? Is it because I actually just don't want to, I need to put a boundary up. 
or like you're going through your day and you're like, oh, like I want to go to the grocery store or do I want to do this? Because we always have choices all throughout the day and your body will feel light towards one option compared to another. So it's like very simple day-to-day things. Oh, do I want to wear this shirt or this shirt? Mm. Oh, what does my body feel more open in? What am I more attracted to? You'll know that because you've woken up to the internal landscape of energy that's within you in meditation that floods into your daily life effortlessly. So then you just are aware of it. And all those things I talked about, you could say is what people are saying as mindfulness. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like really interesting. But for me, I feel like, yes, meditation is something that is, is constant. And it's like a living meditation. When you're in meditation, it's like you're going to drink, like you're going to drink up on it again and like, like fill your body with that, that, that sensation, that awareness, that purity, that cleansing, that healing. And then when you go through your life, it's like, it's, um, it's still present, still there, mm. but you go back to just fill up, you know, it's kind of like, it's like anything else I feel like you do. Like if you don't take a shower ever, like you're just going to feel like really gross and grimy on a physical level. If you don't like fill up spiritually often, you'll probably feel murky and disconnected and disconnect your intuition. So I feel like it's a part of, yeah, the practice to go into those deep containers, like of actually meditating or yoga or breath work or whatever it is for you. But then like when you come into daily life, it's like, just paying attention, like to all those sensations you woke up to in your practice, all that deep breath you woke up to in your practice, all that expanded awareness you woke up to in your practice, recognizing that's gone nowhere. It has not gone anywhere. It's not like you, you went there and now you're back in reality. It's like you went to a place where you could feel it more intimately, but when you're back in reality, it's like, it's right there. It's right there beside you. It's literally in you. It hasn't gone anywhere. You don't need to rely on any practice to take you there. It's a bridge. A practice is a bridge, but when you're in daily life, it's like, it's there. And when you wake up and have the intention to just hold it and to bring more deeper breath, more awareness, more intuition, more of that feeling in, it will just happen. And it literally just happens. It's an effortless thing. Like spirituality is honestly effortless. Yeah. And if it doesn't feel that way, it's probably something else. So like a physical thing. Right. So that's my experience. And I resonate with that a lot, you know, because obviously me coming back home, you know, into a different environment, uh, I very much obviously had this in Canada, but especially in England, especially in my hometown, like I've become very self-aware, like I am the watcher of myself. Like I am constantly the watcher. And I am so okay. calm and present and it's my natural state. I'm not forcing it. I'm walking around and I'm started to, and I, obviously this was like this in Canada, but I'm just hyper aware in England because I'm back into the old environment where I really need to watch myself. You know, I need to watch the emotions, the thoughts, how I act, you know, what's coming up in the present moment. Um, and yeah, just having that, that, that little gap, having that little gap between, you know, what's in my body emotionally and what's in my mind and having that just self-awareness and just becoming the watcher. And I feel like that is because of my meditation, because I'm dedicated to the practice every day. I can follow myself around just one step behind me. And when moments come up, I don't react anymore. I can respond because I have a little tiny gap in between the, the, yeah. the emotion or the thought where I'm able to sit with it. Like you said, feeling the emotion. Is this anger? Or where is this coming from? Is this sadness? Where is this coming from? Is this joy? Oh, and why, why, why do you think I've reacted like that? There's that little yeah. small little gap that makes me now respond back to people or back to certain situations where once before I would react and it would be an instant reaction and then you would regret it after or you then go back into the mindful state after the reaction. But now yeah. I can catch it before I actually do the 
you know, they're responding. I can respond now, which just feels so calm. And I feel like I am literally just following myself around in my hometown at the minute and just from afar, just watching how my body reacts to certain things and different conversations. And I just, I'm just finding it all beautiful at the minute and so peaceful. Um, oh, beautiful. Yeah. I just yeah. resonate with that so much. Honestly, I do. Beautiful. And in your energy, how you're saying it, like, I can feel that it's not something like, do you feel like you're really trying to make that happen? Or it's just no, happening? It's happening. And that's that, that, that was the biggest, like, uh, yeah. mind boost for me, because it's, and I've yeah. been having this conversation with people, you know, this week. Um, it just feels natural. I just I've never felt more natural in my life. You know, it's present and it's yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Laura, honestly, <laughs> thank you so much for this conversation. I learned so much throughout this whole experience. Um, oh. I just want to give me deepest gratitude to you and just you as a person. You know, you're always uh, just fill us with so much love and gratitude and joy. Um, and I feel like a lot of people is going to get loads out of this, especially I did as well. Um, but yeah, I just really thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate you. I really do. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I'm so grateful for being on and having this conversation. I just absolutely, yeah, I just love you. You're so grounded and open and and so intentional and, and so kind and gentle. And just to have you in my life is beautiful. And, and to sit down and to be able to share this space and to be welcomed on to your work. And I really, really honor your work and, and really respect what you do. And I just, yeah, I think it's beautiful. So I really, really, um, yeah, I'm just so grateful to be here to add to that, so. Thank you so much. And last of all, I don't wanna forget out, would you like to, you know, obviously we've talked a lot about meditation here. And I know a lot of people who are listening to this, and a lot of people I know, and a lot of people, especially in my hometown now, who have been coming to me for questions and asking how can they get started with meditation. And obviously, you've got a beautiful course that I've been through, and I cannot recommend it enough. Literally, I cannot recommend it enough. And it doesn't matter where you are in your journey, whether you're a beginner or where you're an intermediate, you're always going to learn something. And I think it's so beautifully put together. So, yeah, would well, you like to tell people where they can find that and yeah, how they can go about, you know, going about uh, signing up? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I built this course. Um, it's broken down into six sections and the whole course is a total of two hours and 40 minutes. So it's very doable if you want to sit down, do it in one session and, or you can do it in little bits. And um, yeah, it's perfectly intertwined, like knowledge and wisdom I've learned and experience. So I'll take you through the experience meditation and all this stuff. And I give you a practice that you can use in your life for however long you want to after for the rest of your life, if you even want to after. Um, and it's very rich. You can go back and learn more things. Like as your practice deepens, you can go back and watch it again and kind of get more out of it. So really grateful that Anthony got so much out of it. And yes, if you would like um, to enter in, if you're interested in it, just head over to my Instagram page, um, or you can send me an email. If you go to my Instagram page, I'll have the link up there right away. So you can access that and otherwise send me a direct message. I'll send you the link for it. Um, or you can email me and I'll give Anthony my email. It's just Laura at eye of the wheel, I E Y E of the wheel.com Laura at eye of the wheel.com. Yeah. And so and yeah, I have a couple other mini courses too that are smaller. If you just kind of want to get something started in deepening your intuition or just entering a simple five-minute practice in, um, there's lots of good entryways to beginning your meditation practice and just connecting to yourself. And and yeah, and you'll find my, my work there too, my creations and all that stuff. So would love to hear from you. My passion is to be of service to you, even if it's your first moment being like I don't even know what meditation is like it's for you or if you've been practicing for a while I just want to understand a bit deeper like 
it's for you too. So. <laughs> and if you send me the link in the website, I'll put it in the show notes so people can go down okay. the website and then go straight to it. Um, okay. Thank you very much, Laura. I really do appreciate yeah. it. You're very welcome. Yeah. Um, 